Lisa. What's his last name? Hamza. Dubai. Dubai or something like that. everyone it's good and hot today it's cooled down though since the last couple days have been completely totally record breaking heat hellfire oh but today was a little bit cooler Oh, that made it easy to get out. Take a long power walk. And to my surprise, I went into one of the local grocery stores. And I just asked, well... Do you have any tamales? There was a man behind in the deli behind the counter. And I just asked him, do you have any tamales in your store? And he was just... Hey, I don't know what to say for him. He went on a rant about what do I think... Do I think he's a Mexican or this, that? It really don't matter to me what he is. And it's, It's just crazy. Just crazy. But, um, I talked to some friends about it. We decided the best thing to do is just We'll go in every day to his store and ask him, does he have any tamales? And we'll send more people in every day till he gets the chip off his shoulder or whatever it is that's bothering him. Oh, It's either that or report him and he will lose his job and... Nobody can afford to be without their job right now. Oh, boy. Oh. Well. (sighs) Yeah, well, let's see here. there are if there's any good news to report maybe not so good these days we're lucky to find any good news at all hmm no it's um strange that some people can 
be satisfied with um, little or nothing. They want to, um, I guess, narrow their horizon and their circle to just them and maybe the one or two other people that can stand to be around them. (laughs) Oh, man. That's all it takes for some people, I suppose. I I don't get it. I could say my family, thank God, we were every color in the rainbow, every country on the map. And we were able to all get along. It wasn't anything, anything shocking or unusual to us about different colors, different textures that was normal for us, but, well, oh, poor firemen, they really got their hands full, the AP reported at APnews.com, they're reporting. Uh oh, it's jumping around again. They're reporting as California burns, the winds arrive and the lights go out by Marcio Jose Sanchez and Christopher Weber seven minutes ago. And of course, our state is so big until some of these fires may be way at the north end of the state and we're way down here in the south. And even when we do have fires, the south, south land, southern California is so huge too <laughs> that we could be miles and hours away from the, the center of the action. But this one says new wildfires ravaged bone dry California during a scorching Labor Day weekend that saw a dramatic airlift of more than 200 people trapped by flames and ended with the state's largest utility turning off power to 172,000 customers to try to prevent its power lines and other equipment from sparking more fires. Hmm. California is heading into what traditionally is the teeth of the wildfire season and already it has set a record with 2 million acres burned this year. The previous record was set just two years ago and included the deadliest wildfire in state history, the campfire that swept through the community of Paradise and killed 
85 people. Here's one, California fire sparked by device to reveal baby's gender. Oh my goodness. A couple's, well this was in Los Angeles, the other one was in Lake Shaver, California. That's who knows where, I'm not sure, I, I don't recall ever hearing of that place. I know it's not anywhere around Southern California. Let's see what this is. Los Angeles. A couple's... uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Page is jumping around again. A couple's plan to reveal their baby's gender went up not in blue or pink smoke, but in flames. Okay, let's see, how do we get the rest of this? It's all covered up with ads. When the device... Oh. Hmm. Hmm. Guess I could click on it, huh? A California... California spark. California California fire sparked by device to reveal baby's gender by Frank Baker yesterday APnews.com Los Angeles a couple's plan to reveal their baby's gender went up not in blue or pink smoke but in flames in flames when the device they used sparked a wildfire that burned thousands of acres and forced people to flee from a city east of Los Angeles. The fire prompted evacuations in parts of Yucaipa, a city of 54,000 in the surrounding area. Water-dropping helicopters were brought in but the fire has proven stubborn. It grew to 11.5 square miles or 30 square kilometers by Monday morning and more than 500 firefighters on the scene only had minimal containment. No homes have burned and no injuries reported. Kenosha Shooter resigns from Defense Fund September 5, 2020. That was the young 17-year-old guy that was walking all around with a rifle, a long rifle, 
walking all around the police, right beside them, next to them, everywhere, and no commotion. Nobody said anything to him except, we appreciate you. (laughs) So you know he wasn't um, African-American, because he would have been dead on this sight unseen. He would have been dead, but. Okay, there's a video. Let's try. Let's try this video out to see what it says. Does it work? No, it doesn't go to a video. It goes to another picture like the other one. A lawyer representing a 17-year-old charged with shooting three people during a protest in Kenosha, Wisconsin, has resigned from his position with a defense fund that has racked in more than $700,000 to defend his client and conservative causes. Attorney John Pierce is defending Kyle Rittenhouse against intentional homicide charges for shooting to people to death and wounding a third during a night of unrest last month over the police shooting of Jacob Blake Jr., a black man who was left paralyzed from the waist down. Pierce said he resigned from the Hashtag Fight Back Foundation Fund, which had raised money to defend Written House to avoid any, quote, appearance of conflict. USA Today reported Pierce and his firm, Pierce, Bainbridge, Beck, Price, and Hecht, have been accused of defaulting on millions of dollars owed to investors, according to court documents. Pierce acknowledged in New York court documents earlier this year that he had failed to pay Karish Capital $4 million for cash advances it had made to Pierce's firm, which also has a much large payment of $65 million looming for another investor, the newspaper reported. Okay. That's not all. They're not done with Mr. Pierce. <laughs> Pierce and Lynn Wood, another attorney who has taken up high-profile cases championed by conservatives, started the fund in early August. The fund is described as a way to, quote, bring lawsuits to check the lies of the left. Mm-mm-mm. 
Pierce has argued that Rittenhouse acted in self-defense when he shot the three people on August 25th during a third night of protest over the shooting of Blake two days earlier, which was captured on cell phone video and posted online. The Rittenhouse case has become a political flashpoint during his Tuesday visit to Kenosha. President Donald Trump gave an account at odds with the one given by prosecutors falsely implying that the teenager only shot the men after he tripped and they attacked him. Wood, who now controls the foundation, and said Pierce would be reimbursed for his work defending Rittenhouse. that's the end of that particular attorney he's off the case but it seems like that law firm is still on the case and Peter Strzok is back in the news that ex-FBI agent that attacks from Trump quote outrageous and cruel Peter Strzok spent his FBI career hunting okay, the page is still jumping ex-FBI agent attacks from Trump outrageous and cruel by Eric Tucker, September 5, 2020, Washington AP. Peter Strzok spent his FBI career hunting Russian and Chinese spies, but after news broke of derogatory text messages he had sent about President Donald Trump, he came to feel like he was the one being hunted. There were menacing phone calls and messages from strangers and anxious peaks out window shades before his family would leave the house. FBI security experts advised him of best practices. Walk around your car before entering Watch for unfamiliar vehicles in your neighborhood. 
more commonly associated with mob targets looking to elude detection. Quote, being subjected to outrageous attacks up to and including by the president himself, which are full of lies and mischaracterizations and just crude and cruel is horrible, Peter struck Tozi Associated Press in an interview. There's no way around it. their story short <laughs> oh Washington Post will go on for hours oh bond denied this is the APnews.com online bond denied for Georgia trooper a state trooper police officer Bond denied for Georgia trooper charged in fatal shooting September 5th, 2020. Sylvania, Georgia. A Georgia judge has denied Bond for a former Georgia State Patrol trooper accused of murder. Uh oh, the page is jumping again. <laughs> accused of murder in the August shooting death of a 60-year-old black man who refused to stop for a broken taillight. Screven County Judge F. Gates Pede Oh my goodness. That is his name. F. Gates P-E-E-D Judge F. Gates Pede on Friday ruled that it, quote, would be inappropriate, close quote, to grant bond at the moment for Jacob Gordon Thompson. Given the facts of the case, Thompson, who is white, briefly chased Julian Lewis on August 7th before forcing Lewis's car into a ditch and fatally shooting Lewis in the head. Oh my goodness. Over a taillight? <laughs> oh my God. Oh. What is the world? Oh my goodness. Continuing, Thompson wrote in his incident report that he feared for his life okay how many times have we heard that feared for his life and fired one shot when Lewis revved his engine and turned his steering wheel as if he wanted to ram the trooper Thompson was arrested a week later on a charge of felony murder and aggravated assault by the Georgia Bureau of Investigation. He, rem- 
excuse me, he remains in custody at the Screven County Jail near the state's South Carolina border. Attorney Francis Johnson, who is representing the Lewis family, said that Pete's, Judge Pete's denial of bond for Thompson is a positive sign for racial equality in American policing. Oops, oops, oops. They have so many ads and on top of ads and pop-up windows. Quote, the unprecedented pace of the investigation is a direct result of years of activism on these issues along with a sea change in law enforcement leadership at the top of the GBI. Johnson said in a statement Friday, this case is not proceeding as as business as usual. Close quote. The incident report Thompson filed says he spotted a Nissan Sentra driving with a broken tail light at about 9 p.m. and turned on his lights to initiate a traffic stop in rural Screven County. He said the driver flashed both his turn signals in motion with a hand outside his window but made no effort to stop. Thompson wrote that he followed the car at speeds up to 65 miles per hour or 105 kilometers per hour until the vehicle rolled through a stop sign. The trooper then performed a maneuver that forced the car into a ditch. Thompson said he pulled alongside the vehicle and drew his gun as he got out of his cruiser. Quote, at some point, I heard the engine on the violator's vehicle revving at a high rate of speed. Close quote. Thompson wrote in his report. Quote, I activated the light on my weapon and observed the violator with both hands on the steering wheel. I saw him wrenching the steering wheel in an aggressive... Oh, here we go. (sighs) Saw him wrenching the steering wheel in an aggressive back-and-forth manner. (laughs) Oh, boy. Every time. Every time. I'm sorry, people, but every time... uh, They shoot and kill a black person, no matter what. If you comply, then, oh, you must have had an aggressive thought somewhere in your life. Or you must, or you may have one in your next life, so you have to have a bullet in your head. This is just, 
<sighs> okay. Where were we? I saw him wrenching the steering wheel in an aggressive back and forth manner towards me and my patrol vehicle. Oh. What do they do? Background checks on these people before they hire them. What in the world? How do these people get these jobs? Oh, this is unbelievable. He continued, it appeared to me that the violator was trying to use his vehicle to injure me, being in fear for my life and safety, I discharged my weapon once. wouldn't even get out of the academy report writing class here in LA. Oh, no, he wouldn't even pass the written exam. Forget about the psychological and the background. He would never even make it to a training class. The trooper's bullet hit Lewis in the forehead. Thompson wrote that he tried to render oh he tried to render first aid until paramedics arrived, yeah right. Uh, what alternate universe does he live in? Oh 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 and that was in Georgia. What is this one? This no, it says uh, Nebraska police officer dies two weeks after he was shot. Horses jumping all around and all these ads keep popping up. This was yesterday, APNews.com, Lincoln, Nebraska. A Nebraska police officer who was shot two weeks ago while attempting to arrest a 17-year-old on an assault charge died Monday, authorities said. Luis Mario Herrera or Herrera in English, Luis Mario Herrera, a 23-year-old veteran of the Lincoln Police Department, was shot while serving a warrant August 26th, the Lincoln Journal Star reported. And see, this is This is just going to keep more shots going back and forth, back and forth, one side to the other. Angry, upset, trying to get revenge. Quote, sadness does not begin to describe fully our community's sense of loss with the passing of investigator Mario Herrera. Lincoln Mayor... Larion Gaylor 
Baird said in a brief statement, Our hearts are with his wife Carrie and therefore children, and we remain forever grateful for their family's profound sacrifice in service to keeping our community safe. Close quote. More ads. Nebraska Governor Pete Ricketts ordered flags to be flown at half staff until Sunday on September 11th, saying Herrera's service and sacrifice will never be forgotten. Omaha police, along with other police agencies in Nebraska, plan to escort Herrera's remains back to Lincoln, as is customary for officers killed in the line of duty. That's terrible. <laughs> the Lincoln Police Department said in a statement that Herrera was an exemplary human being who just happened to be a Lincoln police officer. Lincoln police have scheduled a news conference for Tuesday. Yes, too many good people in uniform or civilians, just too many people cut down for little or no reason. Mm. What is this one? Thousands peacefully protest outside the Kentucky Derby. Well, we did quite a few of those. By Claire Galofaro and Dylan Lovan, September 5th. Hmm. some of the ads and let's see if this is anything new because we did hours and many different reports on the NFAC militia from Georgia and the other Patriots somebody militia from Kentucky in their big standoff. This must be the same thing. Yeah. Independent autopsy. Man killed by police was shot ten times. Lafayette, Louisiana, or as they say in Louisiana, Lafayette. (laughs) The rest of us are saying Lafayette, but they, uh, they have that persuasion. Essential for sewing. 
They have their own persuasions and their own accents. And who are we to change them? Lafayette, Louisiana. A private autopsy found a man killed by Louisiana police last month had been shot 10 times according to an attorney representing his family. Trayford Pellerin, who police said had a knife and was trying to enter a convenience store, was killed by officers on August 21st in Lafayette. The Daily Advertiser reports that Ronald Haley, an attorney for Pellerin's family, said in a news release that Pellerin was killed in a hell of gunfire. The independent autopsy commissioned for the family shows the, quote, extreme brutality and anguish that he suffered in his last moments, close quote, he said. Lafayette officers followed Pellerin, 31, on foot as he left a convenience store where he had created a disturbance with a knife, Louisiana State Police said. Stun guns failed to stop him, and the officers shot Pellerin as he tried to enter another convenience store, still with the knife, according to a news release. The shooting death has prompted protests in Lafayette, a consolidated city and parish of about 244,400 in Louisiana's Cajun country. And Cajun, if you're overseas and you've never heard Cajun, that's uh, a ethnic mixture some are French, Indian, some are French, Spanish. Well, um, but they're of, of a long standing bloodlines that have been in Louisiana probably since Napoleon was run out of the Southeast USA. Uh, that's been hundreds and hundreds of years. I don't know whether it was the 1600s, 15, 1700s. It's been a many hundreds of years. The Cajuns have been there. Okay. This... Uh, the newspaper reported that the autopsy authorized by Pellerin's mother 
shows Pellerin was directly hit by police gunfire 10 times, according to Haley. The autopsy didn't find evidence that Pellerin was tased by officers who tried to use tasers on Pellerin, Haley said. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Ben Crump, another attorney representing the family, has said family members believe Pellerin may have been having a mental health crisis. Ooh, I'll have to come back. I'm feeling dehydrated from this heat. I'll be back. Thank you for listening.